I'm Lisa Popchak, and you're listening to Momfidence, for moms at every age and every stage. Being a mom is wondrous and delightful, but also at times exhausting and overwhelming and confusing and frustrating. Momfidence is a place for moms to come for encouragement, comfort, some new tools, and the confidence boost you need to be the mom you want to be. Hi, moms. Welcome back to Momfidence. Today, I want to talk about principle eight, which is, I know it's not all up to me. Do you, though? Do I? Do any of us? I don't know. I mean, hands up if you ever felt like everything in your life was all up to you as a mom, even for a minute. I know that I have many, many times, and I honestly don't know of any mom who hasn't. Honestly, we have so much to do every day to make sure that our children are physically, emotionally, and spiritually well, that it can feel truly overwhelming, especially if any of those areas are being challenged in any way. Even though we are moms, we are still mere mortals, so we can't possibly do everything perfectly. Does that make you bristle a little bit? Because I know there are many times in my life it would have made me bristle. And it's been a long learning curve to give myself a reality check on that that was beneficial instead of condemning in my heart. But the interesting news is that Independent perfection, in other words, us doing everything perfectly all by ourselves, is not actually expected of us from anybody but maybe us. Scripture reminds us of this many times. I can think of verses like um, Genesis 2.18, where it says, it's not good for man to be alone. You know, maybe we should all put up a note card over our kitchen sink that says, it's not good for mom to be alone because it isn't. We also have scriptures that, well, for example, Ecclesiastes 4.12, where it says, one alone may be overcome, but two can resist. A three-ply cord is not easily broken. We hear that a lot at weddings, but it's true for everything that we as humans go through in life. You know, Jesus sent out his disciples in pairs, and he did that for a reason. We need others to help sustain and strengthen us. God consistently steers us toward working together, and especially in cooperation with the Holy Spirit in everything we do. Yet as moms, it can be challenging to accept help. We can feel a lot of pressure to prove to ourselves and to others that we're fantastic moms who can do everything wonderfully. Our pride really can get the better of us and keep us from asking for help. But on top of that, we have to grapple with the fact that no one knows our children as well and as intimately as we do. And because we know them so well, We know what they need, and therefore we know when we have to make adjustments to our daily lives and behaviors to keep our family life and our home running optimally. 
in that unique moment, taking time to explain how to do that to someone else, even to a spouse, can seem like precious time that would just be wasted when we can just do it faster and better anyway. Come on, haven't you thought that at least once in your parenting career? I think we all have, especially when we feel harried, frazzled, or rushed in some way. But it is exactly because we are so important to our children that we need to ask for and accept help when possible. Without it, we can burn out emotionally and physically, leading to resentment or sickness that damages our ability to mother well. The most important thing in all of this needing to ask for help and I mean the most important thing in every big and little thing, is to first ask for God's help and guidance. Too often, we mere mortals just hold God at arm's length until we're absolutely desperate. We don't have to wait. He wants to help us every second of every day. God wants us to share our hearts, our fears, and aren't there a lot of those to be found in motherhood, our struggles, as well as our joys, our gratitude, and our successes. It's not all up to you. Your kids are his kids. Honestly, you're his kid too. He wants what's best for each of you, each of your kids and you, but we have to let him in and express all our needs and concerns to him so that he can help and we can work in cooperation with his help and guidance, minute by minute, day by day. I can personally testify to innumerable times when I did not have the strength or the personal resources to do something in my life. And when I remembered to talk to God about it and ask for his help, he would lead me to the resources that would help me with my situation. And always in a way that let me know that it was absolutely him. Don't be afraid to talk to him all the time about everything. And then take the time to listen for his inspiration and guidance new ideas, thoughts about how to employ different virtues and skills to help, as well as inspirations on who to ask for hands-on help are ways God takes us toward the next step to the solution that we need when we ask and we listen. Sometimes God gives us the humility to admit that we cannot do it all by ourselves, and inspires us to seek help from other people. When asking for help, start by seeking it for the areas that support your mothering and family life, instead of areas that undermine your time and relationship with your kids. For example, help with housework, laundry, cooking, and errands frees up your time and gives you more space to be present to your kids and enjoy them building that relationship. Whereas help with childcare 
just so that you can get all those chores done, can actually leave us feeling drained, disconnected, and out of sync with our kids. Now, it can be good to get childcare help from a trusted person to give you time to tend to your own needs or the needs of your marriage. Just be aware when you do, you'll probably need to build in extra time afterward to resync with your kids. And that's perfectly normal. Just be aware of it and plan for it so that it doesn't deplete you or make you feel undermined. Next, of course, is enlisting help from family members that actually share our home. Now, a great way to do this is to work together on tasks, tasks, excuse me, rather than assigning them. Working together works well because it gives you time together while the tasks are getting done and it keeps you all in the same space so that keeping everyone on task is easier for you. It allows you to teach how the job should be done and see it through as it's happening, cutting down on all that time it takes to get the job done or go back and maintain everybody who might be in a different room if you do it a different way, separating the jobs out. Most jobs, like making and cleaning up meals, dusting a room, folding laundry, and many more can be done together and gives families time to talk in non-pressured ways. Working together allows you to teach your family skills they will need for a lifetime and keeps you from bearing the entire household workload. So it's a win-win. You're actually teaching them skills and getting the help you need and giving you time to build that connection. You know, I know personally when I'm doing a job with my kids and we get a chance to talk while we're dusting or folding laundry or making dinner, we're able to share in a way that's not forced. Sometimes it's just fun and sometimes we're talking about things that end up being really important that I might not have had the time to hear or help with if I wasn't just doing that job with them. If they had been in another room or I'd been trying to do it all by myself, the opportunity just wouldn't have been there. So it really can be wonderfully beneficial to get the pressure off of you and also help you be a great and present mom at the same time. If your children that are living under your roof are teens or young adults, or you have a spouse that needs to step up more with the workload, don't assume they have a clue of what to do or how. Yes, even if you've told them a million times. Keeping it all ticking along has probably been your superpower for a long time. Now that you're needing or wanting everyone to help, there will be a learning curve. Use the working together technique. Teach them what to do. Have written steps noted down so that it will help them along, especially as they do it 
the next time and the next time, or if you have to ask them for help and you're not right there sometime. And for the sake of your family, do your best to keep it pleasant. Remember, your home is temporary. Your family is forever. Coming to the realization that you can't do this mom thing all by yourself is a spiritual revelation that can open your heart and life more to God and others if we allow ourselves to do so. So much of being a mom is a deeply spiritual walk, is a way to grow closer to God, closer to the family that we love, and develop virtues and abilities and insights that we wouldn't have if we weren't doing this mom life and trying to do it holding God's hand the whole time. So if you're feeling discouraged or down or overwhelmed today, remember, there is help. There is God, and he will lead you to whatever help you need if you remember to ask him every step of the way. Not just when you're desperate, but if that's where you are, start there. And then to remember to ask him as you go along every day. Some of us don't have a lot of human help in this world. I know that our family does not have any other family. We, we are us, and we do not have grandparents, aunts, uncles, and cousins who can come alongside and help us with things. So I know how isolating and difficult it can be at times. But because I have that experience, I can tell you for sure that if you include God as the most important member of your family and your greatest help, he will help you figure it out step by step. He is faithful. He is faithful. I wish you every success and joy and peace of mind in your life as a mom, especially on the harder days. Now, if you need help figuring this all out, well, God has led you to momfidence. And we have an entire array of supports for you if you need them. If you haven't already, download the Catholic HOM app. That stands for Catholic Households on Mission. If you're not listening to this podcast on there, please download it. It's free. And we're there to support you every step of the way in your life as a mom and helping your kids to be wonderful, godly people. and Helping your family love God and each other more every day. If you're already there, by all means, take advantage of it. We're there for you on your smart device. But if it gets deeper than that, we also have catholiccounselors.com, which is telehealth. You can talk to a fully trained pastoral counselor over the phone. You don't have to worry about having your makeup on or finding a babysitter or any of that. We're there for you. And you can make an appointment at catholiccounselors.com. Those are for the days that you need more help. But hopefully, just being here together 
as moms gives you a little bit of encouragement and helps you have a new direction on the next steps to take. God bless you in everything you're doing as a mom. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today for this Momfidence Moment. If you want more encouragement, come on over to momfidence.org for the blog and other confidence-boosting resources.